0: The freedoms that Americans enjoy are not free and can be attributed to the dedicated service and the blood, sweat, and tears of many generations of our nation's military. The military hours dedicated to the servicemen and women, veterans, and their families that have made the sacrifice to defend our Constitution and country. Military service is being part of something that is greater than yourself, General Joseph Dunford, 19th Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. And now, it's the Military Hour with your host, Donna Lyons.
1: Hello everyone, welcome to the Military Hour. I am your host, Donna Lyons, coming to you live from Washington, D.C. right on the Lions Radio Network and I'm with my beautiful co-host Elizabeth Ertel who is joining me. Hi Elizabeth.
0: Hello Donna. Hello everybody. How's everybody Um, today?
1: We are everybody is great and I'm so excited about our guest. Oh my gosh she's written one of the greatest books I've ever seen And a lot of you already know her because you were asking as soon as I posted uh, that she was coming on the show. It's Martha Bolton. And for those of you that don't know her, she was the first woman staff writer for Bob Hope, and she helped him write his television shows, personal appearances, military shows. She did it for about 15 years. She's also an Emmy-nominated writer and an author of 88 books of humor and inspiration. She has received nominations for a Dove Award and a WGA Award. And I would like to welcome Martha. Hi, Martha. Hi, I'm thrilled to be on your show. (laughs) I am so excited to have you. Um, You know, I wanted to start out so we can get to know you a little bit better. I mean, obviously, you had a career that led up to how you met Bob Hope, can you give us a little bit about your career, where you started and how you ended up meeting Bob Hope?
2: <laughs> well, I've always I've been writing since I was 9 years old. So I I never thought it would be a career. I just knew it was a hobby and uh, I collected jokes way back then and wrote poetry and taped it up on the wall uh, next to my bed. I had about 35 poems there. And uh, you know, just continued through my life just enjoying writing and then i uh i took a job as a church secretary and (laughs) yeah that's that's where i got my practice writing comedy (laughs) so i would i would i would roast the pastor like the friars club (laughs) Around town, and so other churches would call me to come roast their pastor. <laughs> so, the, so you know, these wonderful people let me practice on them. So it was, it was pretty, pretty fun. So I, I started getting a lot of encouragement that I should send, you know, try and write for Hollywood, and uh, so I started sending my work out, and uh, to comedians and and Phyllis Diller wrote me back and started buying jokes from me and um wow. So I conti- I continued with oh. her up up to the end. I mean I was writing for her all the way to the end. Wow. Oh, and Martha uh, yeah, That's oh, and she's such a wonderful, wonderful lady. Uh always encouraged me. She was such an encourager and uh, and then, when she would come on the Bob Hope show, you know it was fun because hmm. I'd written for both of them, so it was like old old amazing, you know, yeah, it was pretty cool so how how it happened though um so i i after I was writing for several comedians, then I wanted to get into script writing, and I had read this book by a gentleman named Gene Parrott. And he was a writer for the Carol Burnett Show and also the creative consultant on Mama's Family. So I, I wrote him a letter, didn't ask for anything, but just told him that we had a lot in common, that we had both written for Phyllis Diller and that also I, had, I used to roast pastors and he roasted people at his work. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, hey, man, we got all this in common. So he invited me down. <laughs> he, he, he was so nice, and he invited me down to see a taping of Mama's Family. So, so my husband and I went down there. I had, um, uh, I took this scrapbook that had all my, you know, a bunch of my writing up to that point, and I had been writing for uh, magazines, and I also had a newspaper column, and then I had the jokes that I had sold. So he's he's glancing through it after the show. We went out to eat, and he's glancing through it all, and he said, "Well, you you really should be writing." Comedy, you know, for Hollywood, uh, some of the shows and whatnot. So, he encouraged me to write a couple of spec scripts for Mama's family, and then he he said he'd get them to the producer Ed Simmons. So I did. I didn't have a quarter. I didn't have a, um, a typewriter that was working at the time. But for a quarter for twenty minutes, I went down to the local library. <laughs> wow. <laughs> eating, <laughs> Feeding quarters into this machine until I had written. To, to, I think it cost me about forty five hundred dollars or something. Uh, but uh, I so I I ended up with the two spec scripts, got it to Gene, and he and he he loved them, and then he got it to Ed Simmons, and then I got a call from Ed, uh, and then he told me he loved it and was going to uh, call me in to pitch some show ideas for the next season. So I was so excited. But what happens in Hollywood is the show did not get picked up. So I right. was so, oh, I was so disappointed because I was so close. Yeah. <laughs> and then it you, didn't you get could, picked up. It, yeah. it ended up getting picked up later, but uh, but at that time it didn't get picked up. So. I, down, I was down into the dumps, and, and then Gene called me, and he says, well, how would you like to try out for Bob Hope? And I'm, I about <laughs> dropped the phone. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Uh, he, he gave me some topics, and uh, so I wrote I them wrote and got them back to Gene. He got them to Bob Hope because he was writing for Bob as well. And uh, then one night, call, and it's late at night. It's after 11. And this voice on the other end of the line, it I could not oh. believe it. Oh, my
1: God. Oh, Man. how exciting.
2: Oh, 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 it was incredible. So I just, um, you know, he told me he loved my work. He gave me some more topics to write on. So I just started, he kept calling. I just started writing for him. And then eventually, uh, you know, came on staff, and I, I was his first woman staff writer, so. That that's,
1: is, that's quite amazing. amazing. Yeah, <laughs> it's an amazing career. And that's it, I mean cool. it is Yeah, and it continues. So let's talk about Bob Hope and the book. What was it that made you want to write this book? Was this something you thought about for a long time, or did it just yeah. come, come to fruition lately?
2: No. I, I. You know, that's the interesting thing. I had the opportunity to 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 work with these letters on another uh, project and was got to read them and, and see what was in them. And I was just blown away at, at the historical significance. And also uh, what really got to me was the peak inside Bob's heart. Uh, you know, we knew he always yeah. had a connection with the GI, <laughs> but these <laughs> letters in the GI's own words <laughs> and Bob's words back to them, it was, just incredible at, at how deep that connection was and Linda his daughter who co-wrote the book with me uh, she grew up with the letters and they were always in the house in his home office and she was always curious about what was in those and she asked the secretary at the time uh, named Marjorie Hughes you know what's in those boxes and uh, Marjorie said that's history And so in in high school, she even did a paper on them. So, I called up Bob back then um, and said, you know, uh, told him, asked him if he had ever um, considered putting these letters into a book. I I told him that uh, I thought it would make a fabulous book, and and he loved the idea. But he was so close to the letters himself. He said, I don't know if I could read those again because it was just, you know. It was so close to his heart, but yeah, he says,
1: emotional.
2: Oh, yeah. And he said, uh, "Why don't you talk with Linda, and uh, and you, you know, you guys uh, see what you can do." You know, so I did, and we started working on it. Started going through the letters and and making some some selections, and um, got got a good distance into it, and then other. Projects, you know, had to come in, and they had deadlines, and so you know, it. Uh, this went on for a while, and then unfortunately, Bob passed away. uh But a right. few years ago, yeah. I didn't know where the project stood. But a few years ago, Linda contacted me, and she said, "You want to get back on that book?" And I, I was so excited because she had never given up on it. I had never given up on it, and uh, and it is so exciting to um, to have it. To have it actually come to fruition, and it was supposed to come out in 2020, but because of all the COVID and and whatnot, mm-hmm. so many things got canceled. So it came out in March of this year, and uh, this is actually, <laughs> I think the country needs it more now than than ever. Oh God, so, does
1: it! Ever. Oh yeah. my God,
2: and so- you know. Bob was always known for his timing mm. so I think he's still doing it so <laughs> Yes yeah, there
1: you have it Martha you know thinking of all of the heartfelt
0: letters that you and Bob and Linda went through read
1: How were you
0: able to pick the letters
2: for this particular uh, book and
0: and will there be will there be another one
2: I'm hoping I'm hoping uh I have some ideas and and uh, and we'll see uh you know what 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 shape, you know, what what it's going to be, uh, but for right now, uh, the way the, that was the hardest part of the writing the book was making the selections, and mm-hmm. the way I, mm-hmm. I, I I I envisioned it was to to, to go through the war. You know, it, the book begins with the war; it ends with the end of the war, uh, but also I wanted the I wanted inside for it not to just go chronologically, but I wanted it to go along uh, emotionally. I wanted, like, all the letters of the soldiers that were missing their sweetheart are together. All the Mm -hmm. letters that, uh, uh, you know, uh, their, uh, their complaints are together. Their, I won't be home for Christmas, those are together. So it really makes an impact as you're reading letter after letter after letter about you know their moms mm-hmm. or their uh, you know whatever it is and then the funny letters you know there's a lot of them bunched up together you know so it's mm-hmm. uh, it just takes you on this emotional roller coaster through the war and and uh, hopefully takes you to those times so that you feel what those soldiers are feeling and those families uh when they would get uh devastating news and how they felt and and how they felt and, and so grateful for Bob coming and and uh and there's letters so many letters where the uh, mom or dad you know has written and and said that Bob's show was you know he, he the last letter they got was the you know son or daughter they had just seen Bob uh, you know at a show yeah. and how grateful they were that that was their loved one's last memory, you know, that they had a little bit of respite before they were killed in battle. But you know, I have a
1: really quick question. You know, uh-huh. you talk about the letters, and these are like individuals. Have any of these, have you kept contact? Or I'm sure some of these people are alive, some are not. But have you spoken to any of the individuals that are in these letters? Are they still around?
2: Well, you know, some of them are, especially like the um, – uh you know entertainers that went to war or the mm-hmm. uh I- entertainers that you know that are letters that traveled with bob and mm-hmm. and those type and and once in a while you know you'll get someone who who uh you know thinks that it, that may have been a relative or or um, it's just it, these were just beautiful uh, heartfelt letters one one thing that a lot of people don't realize that is at the shows uh If a soldier could get close enough to Bob Mm. to hand him his mother's phone number, Bob, after the tour, after this grueling tour, uh, and show after show after show, then he would fly the long distance home, and then, before he even could take a break, he would uh, sit down and and make these calls to these moms and say, Oh, my God. (laughs) Isn't that incredible? Oh, I read that. And that was
0: just unbelievable. And, and I also read too that with the letters that Bob would write back to uh, the the young men, that he also would write Christmas cards to them.
2: For years. For years mm. after. If they, yeah. they, they would write him and say, you know when when you were at our, <laughs> you know, you entertained mm-hmm. for us I and I got a Christmas card that, you know, I it was great and but then you kept it up every year. <laughs> you yeah. Kept sending, sending me Christmas cards, and I mean, I don't know uh, how long their Christmas card list must have been, but it had to oh. have been in thousands oh. of thousands. Oh. When Christmas, Christmas yeah, cards. that was such I a beautiful know. thing to do. Oh, I know, and it was it, these things that that people wouldn't know unless you read these letters. That he did all of this, all of these behind the scenes things. Not only did he do the entertaining but just things that people didn't realize he was doing. He would send them whatever they asked for. If they called and said, you know, we can't find a harmonica anywhere and it, Bob would send it to them. If <laughs> we, we fruitcake, Bob would send it to them. You know,
0: <laughs>
2: and, you know and I was – uh, uh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. go ahead, go ahead, please. He, I was just going to say that, uh, you know, he was, he was there for them not only in wartime but also in peacetime. You know, he would champion right. their causes
1: yep he most certainly did. We're a military just... family, so yeah. I appreciate the book is just beautiful to me i mean i've oh. I've done the deployments in you know for two years at a time in war zones, you know, so mm. it's yeah. you know you wait for these people to come home, so to read these stories is just absolutely amazing and I know Beth, you had another question I did not mean to yes. cut well, you well, first
0: off. of all. No, no, that's fine. But, uh, you know, with Christmas coming, this will be a a beautiful gift for a lot of people. Now, you know, I was thinking about the relationship that you had with Bob for so many years. Is there one memory of Bob that really really comes to mind above all others? Is there something very special, Martha,
2: that you can share with us? You know, I have a lot of funny stories because he was Mm. such a funny man. But one of the most poignant moments was when I was dropping off material at his house and his wife, Dolores, had just remodeled the office uh, and, the uh, you know, it was off to the side of their bedroom. And so they wanted me to come up and, and look at the, the remodel. And so I went up and, and uh, you know, Bob was sitting behind his desk and then he, he takes me around and he's showing me all the things in his office and then we walked down this hallway, which was just to the side of his office, and it it was lined on both sides with these fabulous pictures of of him and this president and that president and this king, this queen, <laughs> and just you know oh. this gen, you know General Patton and and just all just amazing oh. amazing uh, walk down this hallway. And we get down to the end of the hallway, and he stops, and just this very poignant moment where he just says, "It's something, isn't it, Martha? It really is something." And it wasn't. It wasn't like, "Look at me with this president." Look at me with. He was in awe of where his life had taken him. I mean, it was. I'd never seen that look uh, in him where he just he it that's that's the way he felt about his career it he was like he a, was, somebody on the outside watching himself you know and can you yeah. believe that i was and, with all these people and and uh, and the the military was so close to his heart i think that was yeah. one of his um uh i mean I, he wasn't a proud man so i can't you know it's not like it was his proudest it was it was his heart, it, it, you know. It was so much a part of his heart. It was the largest part of his heart, I think, was the military.
1: And we're thankful for for him and yeah. all those years. I remember watching him as a kid. He's just he was just amazing. But I want to thank you, Martha, so much for coming on. I want everybody to know that the book is called Dear Bob. Bob Hope's wartime correspondence with the GIs of World War II, and it's written <clears> and <throat> compiled by Martha. Bolton and Linda Ho and Martha. Can you give us your website real quick so people can <laughs> look you up? Yeah,
2: absolutely. It's MarthaBolton.com. And well, that's, uh, easy.
1: That's, <laughs> that's easy. That's easy to remember. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Don't got to write that one down. Oh, there.
1: And so I'm assuming people can get the book on Amazon and um, yes, all their yes, bookstores. Book
2: Right, yeah. Uh, any bookstore can order it for them, and uh, Amazon, uh, the Internet bookstores, and it's it's out there all over the place. And then the the uh, publisher is the University Press of Mississippi. They can go there as well. And they could also go to bobhope.org slash uh, Dear Bob Moore. And, and there's a lot of fun things on there about the book, and they can also order the book from them.
1: And, and also, also the pictures the pictures in there are awesome too. I know. And, isn't that great. It's
2: it's all from his, you know, most of them are from mm-hmm. his collection and private collection, so it's a real treat to uh to look through the book and see all these. It really great is. The pictures are
1: fabulous. Yes. Oh I beautiful. Have to agree. Well so ladies, thank sure you. This has been a lot of fun.
2: Yeah. Thanks for having me on. In well, wonderful, I hope you come on
1: again. I'm sure you're going to have another big project, so we would love to have you back.
2: Okay. Absolutely. Sounds great. Absolutely. I look forward Absolutely. to it.
1: All right, Make ladies, sure Have a great evening. Take care. Okay,
2: Take you care. Thank you. thank you both for thank what you're doing.
1: Say, Take thank care. You, Bye. Bye. Okay. Bye. Oh, she is just too cute. Oh, my oh, gosh. Geez. This book. I don't know if you guys can... Like go online, and maybe you can see a couple of the pictures that are in the book. These pictures moved me like I can't tell you coming from a military family, and I know um, Elizabeth you are as well um, absolutely these pictures uh, these pictures are fantastic, and they're the real people that some of them that wrote these letters, so it's absolutely fantastic. so guys, please check out the book, Dear Bob. Bob Hope's wartime correspondence with the GIs of World War II. And I want to wish everyone a happy Veterans Day to all our veterans. Yes. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We appreciate you. We love you. Mm-hmm. Thank you for your service. Um. And that's about it. I mean, all From, the bottom, of thank our hearts. You. From the bottom of our hearts. That's right. And go out and, and your Bob. Yes.
0: Thanks for the memories. Of sentimental verbs Nothing in my purse
1: Thank you, boss, for all those great memories. I love it. I love it. Everyone, I want to thank you so much for tuning in and um, listen to our little commercial right here real quick, and then we're going to say goodnight.
0: Hi, I'm Gary Sinise. At the end of your workday,
2: do you know you've made a difference? Veterans Affairs medical staff do. The doctors, nurses, counselors, and health technicians get to care for perhaps the most deserving of all Americans, the men and women who've served in our nation's
0: armed forces. Visit vacareers.va.gov to find out how you can make a difference, too.